Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'll encourage you to protect those around you. I'll also be interviewing Maher Husaini, who's the owner of Jaguar Security and Investigations, which is based in Houston, Texas. He is a motivated leader servant with a solid background in law enforcement, public safety, and investigations in the public and private arenas with a verifiable track record of achieving success and organizational growth. He's here today to share with us his inspirational story of how he became a protector and advocate for those who can't protect themselves. For more information about Jaguar Security and Investigations, please visit jaguarprotection.com. Or you may phone them at 833-654-6524. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. Protecting those around us. Usually when we think about protection, it usually has to do with violence or with some type of force. But there are other ways to protect people as well. And so as we know, lifeology is a study of life. And on this show, I teach practical tools and techniques of what someone can do to help improve their life. And that's a great thing about this show as well, is you're going to hear a great story in a little bit with someone who protects people for a living. However, I wanted to spin this a little bit different when it comes to how we can protect other people. One way that most people don't realize is when it comes to protecting people is they don't say anything at all. What I mean by that is this. If you have some juicy gossip and you know that if you say something, it's going to cause people to talk or it could harm someone's reputation, then sometimes we're inclined to say something. Usually if that person has wronged us or we just like to talk in general, that is a way that we're actually doing more harm. I know that each one of us strive for personal growth and development. And and each day, we all get to practice that over and over and over again. And sometimes we do really well, and other days, not so much. And so that's why this lesson is so important, because often the best response is no response. If you're in a friend group and one of your friends tells you something in confidence, do you tell other people, regardless if you're all friends or not? In doing so, you're actually breaking that person's trust, but it also could do more harm than good. Think of this from a broader spectrum. So let's say you watch the news. And you hear this juicy information about a political figure or a celebrity or just someone in the news. And the next thing you know, you're talking with your friends about it. Is the content of your conversation, is it uplifting or is it tearing that person down? Now, you may not know these people, but the fact of the matter is you're not protecting them. You're not protecting their reputation. Just because you can talk about things doesn't mean you should talk about things. So today's lesson is very simple. Be mindful of what you say about people, whether they're your best friends or not. Are you dousing a potential forest fire or are you adding more flames to it? When you douse that conversation with no words at all, you've protected that person. So today, let's be protectors. Let's be mindful of what we say and what we do. And this will ensure safety in our friend groups. I have a fantastic guest today, Maher Husaini. He's going to talk about how he became a protector 
and all the different amazing things he's done to help people. So stay tuned. Have you ever thought, gosh, I'd love to start my own radio show or podcast, but I have no idea how to do it. Or are you a seasoned veteran who wants to level up and improve all aspects of your show? Well, I will be working with a select few to help you either start or polish your show. These are a few topics I will teach you. How to create your brand and how to be specific with your niche and your audience. The types of equipment you should use to help you improve the quality of your audio and your video. I'll teach you how to get your show aired on most podcasting platforms, as well as give you an option to create a video podcast. I'll teach you which recording platforms are best for your needs, as well as teach you the importance of having a show clock. The do's and don'ts of writing your own show notes that will help increase the reach of your audience and generate traffic to your website. I'll also introduce you to some of my contacts and previous guests. I'll also be offering a select few the opportunity to broadcast your show on my platform and have access to my three and a half million listeners. So if you're ready to start or level up your show, then visit www.jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash work with James and sign up today. It's time, my friend, for you to stand out and share your message with the world. Once again, visit www.jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash work with James to get started today. My guest today is Maher Husaini, owner of Jaguar Security and Investigations, based in Houston, Texas. He's a motivated leader servant with a solid background in law enforcement, public safety, and investigations in the public and private arenas with a verifiable track achieving success and organizational growth. He's here today to share with us his inspirational story of how he became a protector and advocate for those who can't protect themselves. Welcome to my show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you. I don't think you knew this about me, but I actually... Uh, my background is as a psychotherapist, but back in my in DC where I used to have my practice, I was also a forensic evaluator. So I would determine if people were competent to stand trials. I would do sanity evaluations. I would do um, risk assessments. So I would do all of that on the the criminal side or the investigation side when it comes to the court. So as a subject matter expert, you would bring the people, and then I would do my evaluation, et cetera. So we kind of have a little bit of a background there, similar background, which is kind of cool. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Great. I like the story. Yeah. So you have a PhD and an MBA as well, right? Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I have an MBA focused on um, the private security industry. Okay. And then I have a PhD in, ad, in uh, criminal justice, administration of justice as well. Wow. What, what made you decide to go into that world, to that arena? My brother, my brother had a, a security company overseas. Mm-hmm. So uh, that motivated me to go into into the business side of it, yeah. of the security industry. Yes. So I've been exploring it more. And I I grew up in a household where uh, all of us for protection, protecting people and this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So I had interest since I was a little kid in the industry. Yeah. When you were a child, did when you would see little other people being beat up like your friends, would you always be the one to go help them? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and sometimes I get beaten myself. <laughs> and that's the fun part of it too. So. <laughs> exactly. That is really funny. With with your company, what, uh, what what all do they do? So Jaguar Security Investigations. I mean, I have an idea of what that is, but what specifically is it? Because I want to showcase that because I've read some great work of things you've done. So help my listeners understand more about that. Well, we have started with uh, security guard services. Okay. And then we noticed our clients kept on coming back to us for other services and they referred their friends and and families. They go like, Hey, why don't you check with Jaguar security 
if they can help you out. And then we go like, okay, you know what? Maybe we can expand our services. And then we started providing private security. Uh, I mean, private investigations. Uh, then after that, our clients brought other friends and they start asking us for more solutions to protect themselves and their houses. And then we start introducing um, security cameras and alarm systems as well. So right now, as of today, Jaguar Security and Investigations, we specialized in security guard services, armed and unarmed, private investigations, uh, security alarm systems and cameras, and as well as we do training for security officers and private investigators. Oh, really? Wow. So we have a wide array of, of services. Yes. When, you, when you look back on how you started and you compare that with who you are today and what your, where your company is, how does that make you feel? Oh, boy, that's a long ride, but it makes me feel very proud. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we started back in 2011 with okay. Jaguar Security and Investigation. And it's funny story because... I just came beaten up from another business venture. Uh, I had restaurants. I was in restaurants business. Oh, I had wow. three restaurants in Houston before, before Jaguar Security. I'm not sure what made me go into restaurant business, but <laughs> I thought, hey, you know, let's have a little change. <laughs> it didn't work out for me as, you know, I was, as I was hoping for. But anyways, <laughs> then I started with Jaguar Security. I was broke at that time. I mean, I didn't have a dime to start oh, with wow. this venture. So um, I raised some money from family and friends, some money, not too much. And I started with this business and I'm looking at it right now to 2011. I go like, wow, I came a long way. I mean, me and my team, I mean, my team is everything. I mean, I love my team. I mean, yeah. they are everything to me. That's amazing. Yeah. And we came a long, long way. So... <laughs> wow. Yeah. When you when you look at the different services that you provide, what I mean they're all important. Is there one one that you that you really get behind like oh my gosh, this is my favorite thing to do. I mean I can tell you what mine would be if, if I would work for you, but go ahead. What what would be your favorite version of that? <laughs> the investigation. Yeah, part that's what I was going to say. Yeah, sounds cool. The investigation part of it. Yes. And it started when I was ah gosh, maybe I was 15 or 16 years old. I, I was visiting, I was visiting um, back home country in Middle East and someone, she was a female. She reached out to me. She goes like, Hey, so-and-so lives in America and he wants to marry me and whatever. I do not know any, anything about him. Can you, can you provide me some background about this guy? And I go like, yeah, sure. And I guess that's when all started. And <laughs> I mean, I love <laughs> I love all these police stories since I was young. Yeah. So private investigations is my best is wow. my best kind of service. Well, I'm nosy now. That guy, did he turn out to be an okay guy for her? No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Because he was <laughs> That's not funny, right? <laughs> drunk all the time. He was on drugs and all oh, this gosh. kind of stuff. Okay. So Wow. So once again you protected her in that in that sense as well. So you've you have it yes. obviously to do it all. That's really cool. Yes. That is really cool. I was reading some other information about you. You, there was a really interesting story about a man who was a used car salesman and he met this woman and she wanted to, she, they started dating and she wanted to go away to some resort yes. with him, but use one of the cars and they were together. And then she stabbed him like 20 sometimes and then turned it on him, said that he would try to rape her. He was put in jail. And then you came along and you solved it. You yes. solved it, right? Tell me more about that. Yes. Yes. Well, this guy, he's a, um, a used car salesman. 
somehow he got introduced to this female online from these dating dating sites. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. And wow. okay. Yeah, it was a dating site. So okay. they met, and of course, she gave him all wrong information about her. Her phone number was fake. Her name was mm. fake. Where she lived was fake. Everything about her was fake. And she was, she was 17 and a half, I think, when they first oh met. He's about, yeah, she told him 25. He was oh about 35 years old. Anyways, so um, they got together. They met two times already. And then she told him, hey, let's go uh, to this Six Flags. And this was in, in some kind of Chicago. So it mm -hmm. was, you know, mm -hmm. it was in, in the wintertime and it was all snowing, like snowstorms and stuff. So anyways, she made him, she made him take her to that Six Flags place. And uh, when they get to the room, to the hotel room, he got into the shower and stopped getting shower, getting ready because they have dinner reservation at the hotel, mm -hmm. at the resort over there. So she came into the bathroom where he was showering. She was all naked and she only had a towel on her hand. And when he saw that, he was like, oh, gosh, I was yeah. hoping, you know, we can yeah, have of course. dinner, yeah. assignments, whatever. But anyways, he started washing off the, the, the soap on his head and she had a hidden knife in her, in her oh hand. Gosh. And in no time, she started stabbing him in the back more than 20 oh times. And it was so hard, even though the knife broke and Till now, uh -huh. the knife uh, remittance is still in his, in his backbone. Uh -huh. The doctors couldn't take it out, pull it out. Anyways, she started uh, stabbing him so hard. And he tried to get her off of his back. Yeah. He couldn't. And he ran to the door, the front door, screaming, help, 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 help. Lucky him, when his uh, neighbor, next door neighbor, there was uh, an e uh, EMR emer uh, emergency oh, wow. nurse. Yeah, with her, with her fiancé, just, you know, they came there, and she started giving him first aid. So everybody thought he was dead. Uh, they brought a helicopter to take him from the hotel to the hospital, mm -hmm. and they gave him about eight units of blood, just to let everybody know, regular human person uh, has maximum of 11 to 12 units, mm -hmm. so they had to give him about eight units of blood. Oh gosh, that means he didn't wow. have any blood in him. Oh my gosh. So it was miraculously recovered, yes, and he didn't die. That, that's what, that was a miracle in itself. So when the police came and investigators came over, she told the investigator, well, she ran away from the hotel, but they caught her, of course. So she came yeah. up with this story. He wanted to rape her, so she had to defend herself and she tried to kill him. So, and everybody, you know, thought that was the case. At that time, he was still recovering. And he spent about 10 months, couldn't move in home, just doing therapy and mm. what have you, you know, to get well. So when he's done, he came to me and he said, hey, listen, I know my story. Uh, it's going to be weird. And you may not help me because I've been labeled, you know, to go with whatever, within teenage and I'm trying to rape her, but I didn't do it. I'm not bad guy. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you know, I mean, when he told me about the story, the first time I go like, I don't know if I want to take it or not. Yeah, you know, I this know. guy doesn't look good, <laughs> you know, but I go like, let me just read over it and let me see what I can find. And then when I start reading the police report, it didn't really, didn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I had just, a yeah. lot of questions. Yeah. I go like, 
let's start let's start with the first thing first i mean if she says he took her to the hotel and he wanted to rape her why he you know i mean why he just took her somewhere else where nobody yeah. knew he gonna rape her exactly. first thing second thing if she gonna defend herself not with the 20 steps you know i mean exactly. not, not especially the placement the placement in the back to be able to get right. there that, that's exactly yeah. and exactly i mean you, 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 I'm yeah, glad my forensic stuff's coming out. <laughs> like, hey, if she wants to stab him, she could have stabbed him in the front, not exactly, in the back. Exactly. Right. So, a lot of questions like this. Then I go like, hey, let me try to find out about more, more about this girl. I couldn't find anything about her hmm. because her name was wrong, her telephone number was incorrect, everything about her was fake. And then when I started doing the investigations, I revisited the place where it all it all happened, mm-hmm. and um, I interviewed. I interviewed the eyewitnesses, and it got like, if the investigator, if the police investigator only interviewed those eyewitnesses, he would have known she acted uh, uh, aggressively towards him. She wanted to kill him. Mm. But the, 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 the police officer, the investigator, didn't even investigate the eyewitnesses. What? So everybody thought he, everybody thought he's dead, you know? That's it. Here's that. Close, mm-hmm. close the case, and that's it. Let's go home. Wow. And it was it was a major disaster for him, and he's still suffering from. I mean, he's still not well because he still have parts of the knife in his bones. Oh my home. gosh! So, and um, if you if 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 you could see his pictures, I mean, he was all shredded. I mean, I mean, she really mm-hmm. like shred them all apart. She mm-hmm. torn him apart. So, and that's of course gonna 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 make him have a lot of difficulties meeting another significant other in the future and well only that but trusting people as well psychologically of course right but but i was but i'm 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 happy i could have helped him out yeah because with the with the investigative work i done and with the proof i presented to authorities Mm -hmm. they could have you know they they saw oh we were misled Mm -hmm. by this young Mm-hmm. lady right and we thought we assumed he was dead so hey but no right now they knew the truth yeah. and i'm so proud that i could have helped him out that's wonderful i'm, I'm so happy i'm so happy for him really yeah, yeah. and i'm you know and i'm sure he's very happy for you as well i mean because that could have right. he could have been you know arrested on a prison and all that as well and you know the fact that you you and your your, your company were able to help him with that that's it's amazing and you you know the twist the twist of that story that what happened back then, over that weekend, uh-huh. that girl who was dating, she was a lesbian. And she oh. had a girlfriend, lesbian girlfriend. She was in a lesbian relationship. And her girlfriend was supposed to meet her at the hotel after she killed him. Oh, my God. And they ran, yeah, then they ran off with his car, with his vehicle and his money. And she's so, 16 years old doing this. I mean, I know crime is she was, no age yeah. She was that's, about 17 and a half, but still, I mean, and she was doing all this. I meditated, wow. And she did it, and she tried to do it to someone else, and, uh, yeah, someone else as well in Chicago. Wow. And just from a, from a forensic standpoint, do you know what she pled out of the four pleas? Because there's not guilty, guilty, no, no contest, and not guilty of reason of insanity. Do you know which one she would try to go for? I'm just curious. Well, right now she's still under investigations because this happened right before COVID. And oh, okay. um, oh, gotcha. Okay. Just before before COVID, and then she ran away, whatever, from police. So I don't think the police caught her oh. till now. Oh, they haven't apprehended her. Yes, 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 yes. So she's still she's still um, 
on the wild. Yeah. Out oh, there. Okay. For those who like dating online, hey, God bless your heart. I know a lot of you just, you know, trying to have a significant other, have a good time, enjoy your time, uh, get to know new people. That's great. But you have to be careful. And you just basics, just go for the basics. You need to know who that person is. I mean, just try to find out his real name or his real phone number or anything about him. Just do not trust anybody, especially from the internet. Yes. Yeah, so, that's a great point. I do know some, I do know some of those dating apps. I was talking to my friends that were saying that I won't name which one it is. I'm not affiliated with any apps, but I do know that one of them, you can verify how you look. So the pictures are yours by doing a certain, there's certain poses you have to take. And then it goes through the algorithm to make sure it actually is you. So you take a selfie and they match it with your other pictures. And then they also have, I think that same app has one where you connect with it. And so it's almost like there's a security over overlay. So they always know where you are when you're on your date. And then if you don't check in after a certain time, then they call you, et cetera. So that's the kind of cool. It doesn't mean it saves everybody, but it's neat that they at least have some protections like that for some individuals. Um, and so that's wonderful. However, you just can't, you can't, you have to be smarter than, you just have to be smart. <laughs> Common sense yes. and not minimizing anything because we've all, you know, fallen for, for, for different things, but it's so important to know who people are and to be mindful so that people you have, people who know where you're going, obviously meeting in a public place, et cetera. So that's, very important. <laughs> Very important. And take pictures. Take pictures yes. with that person. Yeah. Because that guy, he didn't have any single picture uh, with that girl. Oh, interesting. I, like, I mean, you guys been dating. Why, you know, why didn't you take just a selfie with her? Yeah. She says she didn't like pictures. Well, oh, that's a red flag. That's a red right? flag, yeah. Or yellow flag, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> huh. So. That's, that's, that's very good point because nowadays everybody wants to take a picture of somebody. <laughs> yeah, because, because when I started on this case, I didn't have any information about that wow. girl. And that's why you're so good at what you do because you're able to find all that. Exactly. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm, and, and if he had some pictures or if, if he knew a friend of her or where she lives or her mm. parents, it would have made my job easier, yeah, yeah, way exactly. easier than it was. Yeah. Switching gears here, I know that, uh, I know the Jaguar Security Investigations, it's a for-profit organization, but you're really big on helping people because you believe that everybody deserves to be, be protected. Can you tell me more about that? Of course, of course. We started with this program uh, back in 2016. Okay. And we had, we had joint efforts with uh, the American Foundation, uh, American Protection Foundation. Okay. So it's a non-for-profit. And they had an issue. They go like, hey, you know, we needed security guards for different places where they have events, they held events and yeah. uh, different functions. And I really don't, didn't like take their money. I, I don't like take, you know, people who yeah. do, people who help people money mm -hmm. because it's hard for them to, to raise yeah. some money sometimes. So uh, at the meantime, I mean, you know, I have also to think about myself because I don't want to lose money as well. Yeah. So. Uh, if it was a small assignment, I wouldn't, I wouldn't charge him anything. Right. If it was, you know, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna take a lot of efforts from me or whatever. Mm -hmm. We might charge him just a little bit. Anyway, sure. just to get things going. It's a business, of course. Exactly. So when we when we joined effort with the with the American fund with American Protection Foundation, uh, we start providing uh, security guard services to minority groups. Or oh, all. wow! It's wonderful. So yes, so we had, we have. Well, we still have right now about 30 security officers. They're working for different type of organizations and uh -huh. settings. Uh, it's free for, for the client. 
And um, we just trying to help as much as we can. Yeah. Uh, we also provide um, security systems for shelters. For example, oh, we wow. had um, yes, we had a refugee uh, a refugee home. That's for um, for uh, uh, for women who been who been abused uh, by their women? relatives uh, or uh, or battered, you know, uh, by their by their significant others, or you know, they don't want to live or they can't they can't. It's dangerous for them to live mm-hmm. where they at. They have to go to safe place. So um, yeah, we provided um, uh, a security alarm system for them. That's Just amazing. you know. We're trying to help as much as we yeah. can. It's a tough time for everybody right now. Yeah. So we try. We always try to help as much as we can because I think everybody's responsibility, every every and and every company's responsibility towards towards sure. the community. Yeah. So and I like that because you know for right or wrong with other companies, it's your specific company really knows that that in order for us all to be safe, we have to give and take it as it comes, and so. You, you know, you have your, the business part of it, but then you have your giving back part of, of Jaguar security investigations, which I think is so important. And, um, you know, people who can't afford it, like you said, everybody deserves to, uh, to be safe and feel safe. And so, you know, we all have the right to be a human. We all have human rights to be safe and to be loved and to be nurtured. So I'm glad that you're doing your part and are able to really give back to the community and help individuals like that as well. Thanks. We only have a few more minutes. Is there, any, is there anything else that you all will be doing? Anything, any new services you're not a new services, but uh-huh. we always have something new in of our course. in our line of work. Yeah. So we always deal with something new, and uh, we always discover new things and new ways how to protect people. Yes. If anybody okay. if anybody needs um, any kind of help, our consultation is for free. So um, yeah. we will be glad to help anybody through our consultation. Wonderful. Uh, anywhere in the world, not just not just in. And. Um, uh, lately, we start we start noticing a trend about runaways, or um, oh, whether it's wh- whether it's a runaway or whether it's child kidnapping. Oh gosh! Uh, oh. Yes, I mean it could be either or. Uh, sometimes parents uh, or one parent kidnap mm, the child. Yeah, they think, parent, yeah. "Hey, I'm the best parent mm-hmm. for my kid," and they kidnap him and they go wow. somewhere else, whether domestic or international. So we've been we've been. We've been getting a lot of lot of focus on these issues lately. Wow! And uh, yes, I mean, I mean, I mean, when you think about it, and when you see the trend, you go like, "Wow!" I mean, mm. it became like on the rise lately. Oh, it's so rise. devastating for the parent. I can't, I can't imagine what that how that would feel. Well, I'm yes. glad that you are, you and your company are on the on the job, and you're going to help these people as well. If my listeners <laughs> want to find out more information about you, my <laughs> they want to find out more information about you and to work with your company, Jaguar Security and Investigations. Where would they find this information online? Well, of course, they can go online at jaguarprotection.com, or they can call us 833-654-6524. And if it's an emergency, they need someone to talk to them right now or right then, they can call Perry at 832-744-8883. So, I mean, internet or all you know, all the style phone call is welcome. <laughs> and uh, we'll try to help you as much as we can. All right. Nayar Huzayini, thank you so much for being a wonderful guest on my show today. I truly appreciate all your expertise. And I know if my listeners can't find this information online, simply go to the show notes at jamesmillerlifeology.com. And I will put all of the information in the show notes there and you can connect with Nayar. Thank you so much for being a wonderful guest today. Thank you, James. It's my pleasure to be on your show. Thank you so much. 
I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.